Hello, my friends, and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm delighted to spend this hour with you. Thank you for reserving this time so that we can be together and we can work on a topic that I know will serve you. If you're catching this show live, you know we are just in the first two weeks of a brand new year. And I think this is a really exciting time. You have this big view out into the year and all that is possible. And I think one of the things we can do is really move at a good clip right now to sort of accelerate toward our calling instead of really having second thoughts about what this year might look like. I mean, I know many people that in December, they were saying exactly what they wanted to do in the upcoming year. And now that they've stepped into the year, they're getting cold feet about all their wonderful and beautiful desires. This is really a time of year to move at a good clip to not be a perfectionist, to not expect everything to go perfectly, but to just say yes in any areas where you feel your calling is happening and just see what is it like to just plant all the seeds that you can right now, knowing that they're going to need to be dormant a bit but you're going to have a nice, full bloom garden come the next season, and you'll get to decide where you're really going to put a lot of energy at that point. Things will come into bloom and really catch your deep attention. But those those seeds, they got to they gotta get in the ground if they haven't already. You need to really accelerate into giving those seeds whatever they need so that they are bright and beautiful in the next season of the year. So we're going to talk a lot about that today. And I call this accelerating toward your calling. If you don't know what your calling is, I'm going to give you some help on knowing how to pinpoint that in today's show. But what I want is for you to genuinely feel called to take specific actions because procrastination can be just the result of feeling confused or a little afraid. It's really nothing more than that. But when you're accelerating as opposed to procrastinating, you're focused. You're very focused. Because in order to move at a quicker speed, you got to have your eyes wide open, right? Procrastination can be done even with your eyes closed while you're lying down. But acceleration, it takes a certain amount of focus. And I really believe you need never be confused again once you learn some of the specific tools that accelerators do very well. I take my authors through this. I am a master life, or sorry, 
I am a master level life coach. And I decided at one point to use a lot of my background in writing and really help people that want to create blogs and speeches and books, essays and branding, really help them write their way into their next chapter of life. So I use a lot of life coaching skills right out of the mystics, and I use a lot of writing skills right out of mythology and essay writing. I blend all of this together, and for me, that allows me to really move through my own niche. And I I do feel like part of the way we can accelerate in in anything we want to do is if we see how we're specifically called to work with it. I know there are life coaches that do things far different than me, but I felt like my real calling as a life coach was to lean into those skills I had acquired as a writing teacher and to think how I could go beyond. And so that's what we'll be talking about here today. I will be taking questions from your Facebook posts and your emails. If you would like to write to me directly, my email is Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. And Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. So you would just write to Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. I'll be able to pull up your question and read your question. I will only read your first name beyond that. And I can answer it right here on the airwaves. And if you're catching this as a recording or as a podcast, um, that's often a really good thing for the people that do write in and call in because you're given a chance to review your question and hear my answer as many times as you need to. I have found even when I have been someone that's called into other shows, I really appreciated that it was converted into a podcast. So whenever I wanted to hear that coach working with me, I could just go back and listen. So that is one of the reasons I am motivated to take your questions during the shows, because I want it to be a real service to your individual needs. We're looking at how you might accelerate toward your calling in this year, let alone in this five-year plan you might be living in, or maybe even a longer plan, like a 10-year, 20-year, or a uh, lifestyle plan. I want you to think about the idea that the early part of the year is a great time to just really get into your momentum, really get up to speed. It's it's not a time to be lackadaisical or to let fear really run the gamut and put you in a real procrastination stage. 
It's a time to be just planting as many seeds as possible and looking out for things that could get in the way. So let's just take a real step forward here into your year. You might have noticed, here we are on the 12th day of the year, you might have noticed that sometimes you have to confront your mood. Your mood can be something that gets in the way of you accelerating as a writer or as a mom or as a CEO or as a retiree or as a vacation planner or as a wedding consultant or whatever it is you do. You might find that your mood gets in the way. I was working with a copywriter not too long ago. That's her job. She writes copy and she works deeply in marketing for big, 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 big companies. So her job is to really understand their mission so she can be putting forth copy for them. Now, I have often told my writers that I want them to be doing their own copying, their own production of their content, that I don't want them hiring out. On the other hand, if you are someone who is deeply moody when you try to think about, well, what what can I say in my marketing, I know my vision. I know what I'm doing with my business. I I know my life plan over here. I know what I feel called to be spending my energy in. But I, I don't feel any connection to the marketing piece. And I don't even feel like I can be willing. Now that's a good time to call on a copywriter. Because if your mood is dictating your future so much that you don't even feel the willingness to be learning, you know this is an area to outsource. If you're being really honest about areas that need your outsourcing, you will find that you are accelerating toward your calling much faster. On the other hand, you might be someone who is really afraid to put out marketing plans simply because it makes you a little moody or a little scared, but you truly are willing. You really are willing to learn and you really feel that there could be a certain benefit If you were the person doing the actual writing, you just haven't connected all the dots. By knowing this is something you don't want to outsource, instead of outsourcing, you want to prioritize learning how to write your own copy and do your own marketing. That's going to help accelerate you forward. So I want you to see the difference here. It doesn't matter if you know you are a writer. Maybe you are a memoirist. Maybe you are a novelist. Maybe you write for self-improvement. 
it doesn't matter because you might not feel yourself accelerating in your career when it comes to writing your marketing. You might find yourself moody. You might find yourself unwilling. So in those two examples I just gave you, what I'm trying to share with you is you can always work with your mood. But if you are truly unwilling, it's probably time to outsource so that you can use your time for your calling and really accelerate towards your goals faster. If on the other hand, you find that you're just moody because you don't really know how, but you're very willing, you even think that by learning more about writing your own copy and learning more about marketing would help you grow as a person, then that's what's going to accelerate you. And you don't want to be outsourcing it. Instead, you want to prioritize. You want to make it important on your weekly calendar that you're learning more and more about how to write copy and market your own position. So like I was saying, I was working with this gal that is a copywriter, and she's quite accomplished at it, but she had a big goal for this year, and she wanted to jump from making about $50,000 last year in her job to making $100,000 or more in this year. And I said, that's absolutely doable. Doubling whatever you're up to is absolutely doable. And what I'm doing with her right now is I'm helping her accelerate in this early time of year toward that goal. Because right now is a real good time to be in the momentum, to be active, to be one that is cultivating just a really, really great, I want to say that soil for your garden. Because if you do that, if you really, really are thoughtful about where you're planting all your seeds and you proliferate with those seeds, you're going to have all these blooms coming up in just a few months. You're going to have so much to work with. So you don't want to waste your time right now. For this particular copywriter, I am doing something that I would like to offer you. I'm doing what's called a VIP with her for 30 days. We're really working on what are her priorities as she's going forward into the year. What does she want to emphasize right now? So that come April and May, she's even deeper in her stride. It's going to be so much easy for her to look out into this garden and see what is just bright and beautiful and calling her attention so she can give it even more attention and what is getting sort of caught up in the weeds and just doesn't have as much momentum for more life. If she can give attention and prioritize right now by working with me, a life coach, we can come up with usually 
three to five areas that are important to put her energy, and she will be seeing big results come April and May. It'll help her formulate her next plan of action, and that's going to take her into the real goal-hitting time that she has set for herself in this year. The same is true for you. If there is something where you want to be the very inspired person, the VIP, the one that is really focused on accelerating into some sort of calling for this new year, now is an excellent time. And if you want to talk about that, just go to my website, coachdebbie.com, and click connect. You can tell me all about it. Just as a reminder, Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Go to coachdebbie.com and click connect. Send me information about what you're up to, and I'll let you know how we can custom make a VIP 30-day package for you. And it really doesn't matter what, what it's about. If it's about manifesting a new baby, if it's about manifesting your dream job, it's about manifesting your new income level, if it's about manifesting that TED Talk, it could be just about anything, but it's what you want to see happening in this next chapter of your life. I want you to think on that for a minute while we go to our first break here, but please stay tuned. We're going to come right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach, D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I just found out that I have mail. And what I mean by that is I have physical mail for me in the studio. I just want to thank you all for sending me mail. In our next show, I'll tell you what I got in the mail. I don't even know who it's from, but I just want to say thank you so much. That was so thoughtful of you. I always like some good mail. Maybe it's a little swag. Maybe someone sent their manuscript. I will let you know, I don't really do unsolicited manuscripts. But if we have a conversation first, you can always send me your manuscript. And to have a conversation first, just go to Coach Debbie and click on Connect. It's CoachDebbie.com. And Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. 
Now, we got this great question right at the top of the show, and I want to read this to you. Uh, This is from Melanie, and she says, I see today you're going to be talking about accelerating toward your calling. As you know, I have felt that I've had a calling for a long time, and yet it is really hard for me to make it manifest in the world. This is my third year at the start of a new year trying to bring that toward me. I was listening to Brendan Bouchard. Do you know him? Um, Yes, I, I do know his work. I've never met him, but I do know his work. I was listening to Brendan Bouchard. Do you know him? Because his podcast talked about you only needing these three things a low-end offer, a medium-end offer, and a high-ticket offer. Beyond that, he says it's your consistency that will make your business goals come true. Do you believe this? And if so, how do you add writing to this? I think it's scheme. Scheme. It says screen. I think you're saying scheme. How do you add writing to this scheme? This is a great question, Melanie. Okay. I've had a whole three seconds to think about it. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how me sharing that I want to see everyone accelerate toward their calling could blend with Brendan Bouchard's idea that you only need three offerings or three levels. Uh, I'm, I'm, as I'm talking to you, I'm wrapping my head around this a little. So I'm going to try and jump into his head for a minute, if you don't mind, and say that I think it was quite brilliant for him to break it down into threes. You know, one low ticket, two medium ticket, three high ticket. Honestly, I I think I actually do things that are similar to that. But to break it into threes and to break just about anything you want to accelerate toward into threes, I think is a great idea. There are so many things we do that naturally are threes. For writers, I talk about the beginning, the middle, and the end a lot because most of the things we're writing have to have a solid beginning and middle and ending for us to pull it off, whether it's a speech, a book, or something shorter. You can't cut one out. You need to have a beginning, a middle, and an ending. Um, Another three I talk about with writers is that you must have your context, you must have your development, and you must have your significance. Those are three things, especially in a longer piece of writing or in a very, very short piece of writing. If you don't have those three, your reader will feel a little left out. And I have actually entire podcasts on that exact topic Um, that I might refer to just a little bit later uh, in the show for you. But just coming back to your question, Melanie, 
I see no reason why whatever it is you want to manifest that you you lack anything to bring it into the world. But I think you're onto something by following Bouchard's advice of breaking it into threes. And you might want to think about that. How could in your own in your own goal have something that is maybe a week long that you do, maybe something else that's a month long, maybe something else that is six months long. See if that fits into your model. Um, not knowing a whole lot about your model, maybe there's another threes that you could do. Maybe there's something that you are offering for $99. There's a lot of people when they have just some commitment, they're willing to invest $99 to step in. Maybe there's something you want to offer for, oh, I don't know, $799. That's the middle ground. Maybe there's something at the $3,000 level, and that's the longer-term plan. But I think it's very wise to be able to see your calling in short bits or in longer bits or in more middle bits. And it's very possible that 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 show or that podcast you did with Brendan Bouchard was about. But you said he talked a little bit about consistency. And I want to bring that in. Because when when we opened up this show today, accelerating toward your true calling, one of the things I said could get in the way is your mood. And another thing is just not really having willingness. But as you brought up here, consistency is really, really, really going to cause troubles. I think consistency is just one of the unwilling components. And it's also one of the heavily willing pieces. You're either not showing up consistently and therefore unwilling or you're showing up consistently and therefore you you are really in the game it's a real black and white thing but you can be consistent with the low end offer with the medium level offer and with the higher level offer you can have consistency with all You just want to make sure that you are prioritizing what your days need to look like and what what really is working priority-wise with you. So like we said before, if you don't feel much willingness, is that something like marketing that you could outsource? If you're feeling some willingness and some good mood around it and some curiosity and a sense of readiness and you don't know how it all works, but you feel ready to go, that sense of priority and curiosity and good mood is going to help you accelerate. You know, the more I talk to you, Melanie, the more I would like to just 
personalize this a little more and let this be an example to the listeners, but also um, may this be a personal invitation to you, Melanie, because I am doing VIPs. I, I just spoke about that in the first part of the show. And if you would like to have a 30-day VIP with me, I want you to write to coachdebbie.com. Just click on connect. And this is what I want you to do. Tell me a little bit about that three-step process that you're seeing in your own manifestation. Or tell me what are some of your questions around it. And let's think about how we might construct a VIP for you. And because you were gutsy and you wrote in today, I would be more than happy to give you a 20% savings on a VIP package. I have room right now for a couple of people, and I would love for you to be the next person. So, Melanie, I hope that addresses what you wanted to talk about today. Um, I'm seeing here that it was last summer that you also sent in a question. So please, at any time, please feel free to write in. It is always lovely to hear from you. And it is lovely to hear from anyone that wants to send in a question. In addition to feeling that desire of accelerating toward your calling, sometimes it is important to deal with these two things. One is the past and another is opinions. Now, what I mean by this is it's going to be really tricky to accelerate into the new year and feel yourself owning your calling if you're dictated by your past. If you have moments in your past where you really feel like you were doing it right and you were proud and you were excited, why don't you take some time and write about that? So you can bring that past moment right in front of your eyes. You could even leave it right next to your computer or wherever it is you start your day. By doing that, you're not associating that behavior so much with your past, but your eyes are making contact with that experience each morning. And so what you're doing is you're letting that great moment from your past accelerate you forward. But let me tell you how most people use their past. They use it as a way, and, and I'll, just, I'll just qualify this by, I have loads of experience doing exactly this. We use our past in ways that bring us backwards instead of helping us manifest. I used to do a lot of this when it came to journaling. I knew that if I would spend about 30 minutes in the morning and or 30 minutes late at night before bed journaling and I could get myself into a daily practice with it, I felt amazing. I knew it was true for me. All sorts of buried little truths all sorts of ideas of what 
I want to be doing with my days, how my days went well, what I want on repeat, all that stuff would fall into the journal so I could access it whenever I wanted to. But what I had was this argument with my past. And I know that a lot of the people that come to me can say that this is half of the reason that they came to me, that they were arguing with their past. They were looking at the things they resisted instead of the things they did well. So for example, I had a financial advisor named Stephanie that was a client of mine for some time. And just a great woman, so many things she was getting done in the world. And yet one of the things she resisted was journaling. And I told her, well, it's possible you're resisting it because it doesn't work for you and there's something else. And she said, oh, no, no, no. I used to journal daily and it worked wonderfully for me. I just don't know how to get back into it. Ah, okay. That's a different story. When you know that something worked out for you in the past, I want to reiterate it. Write it down. What was it that was working? For me, journaling on the daily basis allows me to just unload everything that's working out. And then whenever I want to go to it, I can find it in my journal. But if I try to just remember everything, oh, that so doesn't work. I remember about 2% of my experience. In fact, I'd really like to know the science on that. How much do we truly remember? I will tell you, I remember people's birthdays. I started writing them down when I was a young girl. I have a basically a journal, you could call it like a journal slash contact book of my friends and their birthdays. It's rare that I have to look in it to remember their birthdays because I've seen it so many times that it's made its way into my memory. But the things that we haven't repeated and repeated so many times, we can't call up as we want to. On the other hand, the really negative patterns that we remember and remember and remember, that part of our past is not only easy to call up, but it's hard to forget. That's how the mind works. So we have to be very, very careful of how we manage our past. And I just really want to suggest the good things from your past, you should be journaling on and putting it right in front of you each morning as you start your day, because that can be guidance for you to start your next day. It worked for you before, and it will accelerate you into your day, into your month, and even into your year if those patterns that worked are right in front of you. The other thing I want to touch on right here is opinions. Opinions and your past, they're similar. The negative ones that you spin will be hard to forget. 
but the opinions that served you best, whether they came from you or others, if you can have them jotted down to help you remember, they will serve you well. Opinions, again, we all have opinions, but there are some that have worked in ways to help us move forward. One of the opinions my mother said to me when I was very, very young was, you are a natural born teacher. I have spun that in my mind so much. I have put that on a post-it on my computer. It has really helped me own the confidence I've needed as a teacher. And those opinions that didn't serve me well, well, I've been guilty of spinning them, but I've also had that option to replace them with the opinion like the ones from my mom when I've had them right in front of my nose. It helps me so much, and I know it'll help you. So let's just take one more break. I want to see if anyone else besides Melanie has written in. We're talking about accelerating your calling forward. We're going to come right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back, my friends. We are talking about accelerating toward your calling. And in just a minute here, I'm going to help you identify your calling. If you have heard me talk about in the last several months, my inner circle subscription, I want you to know that you are more than welcome to step into our January session completely free. I have started a Facebook group called the Inner Circle Subscription. Just write to me and I'll invite you. can be there completely free for January. And for those that have paid for the subscription, I've decided to add on an extra month for you where we're really going to go into some deep and fun dives together. So nothing lost for all of you. But I think there are some people that are saying, I'd really love to be a part of a annual subscription, but I've never done it. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know if I can keep up with it. So I'd just like to invite you completely for free uh, for January and just write to coachdebbie.com and go to connect and say, I want to be in on that free subscription and I will invite you. 
All I need is to have access to you on Facebook because that freebie part is a private, small Facebook group. And if for any reason you don't do Facebook, then by having your email address, I can send you these summaries at the very least, and that might help you make your decision about the inner circle. Really, in the inner circle subscription with Coach Debbie at Story You Talk Radio, what we're up to is going deeper into all these topics that are really helping you write and create the next chapters of your life. So many of us feel like life just happens and we just respond and then we go to bed and life just happens and we respond. And what I'm doing is bringing in that really creative source piece so that you can accelerate even faster in the things that you feel called to do. I really love this because it is, uh, was it uh, our last writer? She just wrote in about a podcast she heard where Brendan Bruchard said you could divide things into three parts. And this inner circle subscription is my low-end ticket offer. It's $37 a month. And it is priced at that place because I'm hopeful that everyone can partake. It's just a little more than a dollar a day. And that begins February 1st. Right now in January, it is completely free. And I would love to have you there. Now you might think, well, what if I want to accelerate toward my calling, but I'm still a little confused about my calling? Here's what I want to tell you. And I'm, I've only got about 12 minutes here. So know that if you join the inner circle, we're going to go into this much deeper. And I think it's really going to help you along. If you're feeling at all confused about your calling, then your confusion is probably going to lead to a little procrastination. But if you're feeling focused, it's going to help you accelerate. Now, here's something funny I learned today. While I was writing down confused, and then I was writing down focused, and I was really noticing how they are so opposite of each other, I also noticed this. If you jumble up the letters, the only difference between the word confused and the word focused is the letter N. So. I just sort of made something up here. If you take N, which let's say it stands for no. (laughs) If you take N out of confused and you scramble up the letters, you've got focused. Yeah, I came up with that all by myself. (laughs) I was kind of pleased with myself. I also one day came up with the fact that when you're looking at your level that you deliver, you're calling on, Um, whether you spell it forward or backward, you're still dealing with your level. 
And I thought that was really interesting. So it's, it's sometimes there's some gold in how we spin what's right in front of our eyes, right? I want you to notice that a person who is aligned with their calling usually has some sort of vision to move toward it. And I recently Googled, what are the 10 top visions that people focus on when they do their vision board? Because I'm a big proponent of theme-based vision boards. Things happen in my life when I do vision boards. Here's the top 10. And I bring this up because if you know which ones align with you, it helps accelerate you toward your calling. So just pay attention here. Do you feel like you are involved in any of these areas right now in some sort of positive way? Number one is health and wellness. Do you feel you're in any way involved positively in that and that possibly you have some calling in that area. Compare it with number two, which is family and life relationships. Compare that with number three, career goals. So just looking at those three, do you personally feel any calling in those areas? Health and wellness, family life, relationship and career goals. If not, just keep going. What about number four, love life? Hmm? You feel you have advice for lovers? How about number five, values? Hmm. Are you someone that can really distinguish between values? Personal development, travel. I've had a lot of clients come to me because they wanted to work on getting away from the grind and getting into travel. But believe me, with that, a lot of work went with them. In other words, they left the daily grind of a job that didn't speak to them, but they got into more travel and work and callings that did. Mm-hmm. How about this one? Are you feeling any calling towards spiritual development, toward wealth and prosperity, or maybe even toward community goals? Those are the top 10 that people do vision boards on. And I feel like when you do a theme-based vision board, it's usually because your intuition knows that in some way, you are really called toward this. Now, within those categories, there might be something more specific to you. For example, you might think, well, I'm very interested in wealth and prosperity, but what I would like to do my vision board specifically on is how I might help people develop their calling for their dream home. And I want to be the salesperson. I want to go into real estate. And from that, all of that vision and calling moves you forward. 
Now, if you're still having some trouble finding your calling, and like I said, if you join the inner circle, we go into this deeper, we have a chance to hear what others are saying, and it really helps illuminate what is true in us that we might still feel a little confused by. One thing I like to talk to people about is how is it that your parents worked with their own careers, their own strengths? And in what ways do you follow or reject or go beyond them? So for example, and on one side of my family, uh, they're very involved in home and development from from the actual bones of it all to selling homes. They They know exactly how to pick out a plot of land, to design the frame, to create screen doors, to hire the best systematic plumbing for that region, and on and on and on. They even sell the homes. That's one side of my family. That's a talent that they have been crafting for generations. The one way that I stepped into that was for a short period of time, I had a rental home and I was, I was meticulous about creating it and decorating it and putting it online and having relationship with the people that wanted to rent it, finding out their specific needs. I really enjoyed that business and I thought I did it quite well. I felt a certain calling by looking at the strengths of my family and following them in my own way. Now, another way that people will help themselves find their calling is they'll look at the decisions that adults around them made when they were young and they couldn't offer their input. So think about that. Uh, One area that I remember strongly when I was really young is that my family made the decision to leave an area in San Diego and move to the Pacific Northwest. Now, I was dead set against this. And my ability to, to make friends and make the Pacific Northwest my home took a very long time. In fact, there were many, many years where I just said the minute, the minute I hit 18, I am going to either go back or I'm going to go north to Canada, but I am not staying here. I just did not align at all. But part of the reason that I didn't align was I was so confused and angry that I didn't get to have input when I was a young kid. Now, I knew things that made me happy. One thing that made me happy was the sunshine. I liked the sunshine of California very, very much. That made me happy. And moving to the Pacific Northwest meant having far less of that. (laughs) I had also already moved a few times in my life. And I didn't really like the 
architecture and the typical hobbies of the Pacific Northwest, I didn't feel like I fit in. I liked things happening in the Northeast. I loved the architecture of the Northeast. I felt like I belonged there in New England. I loved the sunshine of California. I loved the vibrancy when we lived in Chicago. And I always loved going back and visiting. But I just didn't feel that in the Northwest. Honestly, really focusing on those words, vibrancy, a sense of home, a sense of warmth and sunshine, those words alone have helped move me toward my calling and things that I like to create. And I will go into that more in my Inner Circle subscription. But what I'm hoping is that you're starting to see that when you look at the idea that the early part of the year is the time to get your wheels really moving, get momentum going, Look at three easy steps, as Melanie suggested from what she learned from another podcast, what might be three easy steps that you can break your work into? How might you be willing to work with mood, to work with your past, to work with your opinions, start being mindful about it, start being future-oriented? How might you look at what your parents set up for you, where they brought you forward, or maybe where you weren't a part of the conversation, but now you can make your own conversations. There is so much you can do to accelerate toward your calling. And I'm really giving a lot of focus on that in my Inner Circle subscription. So write to me, write to me at Debbie at CoachDebbie.com, or just go to my website, CoachDebbie.com, click connect, and send me a note, and we'll get you all connected. Once again, Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y, and this is Story You with Coach Debbie. I am so delighted that you tuned in. I will be back next Thursday with another topic, and until then, namaste. Namaste.